And now, here it comes. From the pages of the October True Detective Mysteries, The Black Legion, Secrets Never Told Before, as revealed personally by General Heinrich A. Pickett, Police Commissioner of Detroit. Out of the sinister fog of whispers and the mark of blood and tears comes the truth about the Black Legion. Our story begins in Detroit, Michigan, in October 1935. That radio tube's gone again. Goose Goswell will be up in a minute. I won't be able to listen. Oh, Charlie, I'm awfully sorry. Can't you get the set to work? I thought I could, Becky. I spent a dime for this new tube. Second hand. Oh, come on. Oh, now, please stay on. Oh, that dime was for coffee, too. Did Daddy walk back from the factory today again, Mother? I'm afraid so, dear. When Daddy gets a job, can I have my dolly set? You'll have a brand new doll when Daddy gets a job. Hand me those pliers, will you, dear? Here you are, Daddy. Now, you sit down there and play with your blocks until Daddy fixes his radio. Yes, Daddy. Is this F, Daddy? Uh, Yes, dear. Yes, that's an F. And that one in your hand now, that's a K. If I can get these two switched around, I sort of play now. Let's see. There you are. That's it. It broke again, Charlie, and you love baseball so much. What a game, eh, Becky? Uh-huh. I'm glad Detroit won. This is a World Series town now. Maybe that'll mean that people will be feeling better and there'll be more jobs. I pray that you're right. Mother, can Daddy go for a walk with me in the park now? Oh, Mary, Daddy's tired, Daddy. He's been walking all day. Sure, walk and go fast. You run along out the yard, Mary. Daddy will be there in a minute. We're going for a walk. We're going for a walk. How do you feel, dear? Better since you came home. You always bring me strength to carry on. Sit by me. Just a moment. Sure. Give me your hand. I was trembling all day until I heard your step outside. I was thinking of how... of how we'd feed another baby. Sure. I know. I will get along. I'll get a job soon. I heard today National Axle may put on more men. Steel wheel, too. Will I be down there early tomorrow morning? Please don't walk down, dear. You must be strong. Oh, when you're with me, I have hope. I'll always be with you. We were meant for each other. And our little family was meant to be happy. But I'm afraid, Charlie. I don't know why, but I am. Don't let anything happen to us, Charlie. Oh, don't worry, dear. What could ever happen to us? Mother, can Daddy go with me for a walk now? Yes, Mary. (laughs) Daddy's coming. Gee, what a girl. Now, come on. You stop worrying. Put another potato in the stew for supper. Here, I'll help you. Come on. What's the matter? I'd bring my wrist. Oh, here, I'll put some butter on it. Oh, you run along, dear. It's nothing. It's only a little bit. Oh, gee, that's too bad. I hear Becky Poole burn her hands. Charlie was helping her with the cooking, and she scorched herself. I hear Charlie Poole burned his wife's arm. They say that Molly... I heard Charlie Poole burned his wife. Think we'd better have a meeting. 
Send out the call. like that for a high chair, huh? Mm, not bad, Charlie. I didn't know you could do so much with an old stool in a packing box. Oh, say, this is the latest thing. Yeah. Later on, you see, when the baby grows up, we can take the packing box off and make a scooter out of it. <laughs> well, now what do we do next? <laughs> well, let's see. Well, a couple of these floorboards need to be taken up. Yeah, they're pretty rotten, all right. Yeah. Oh, gee, I'd like to have everything fixed up when Becky gets home from the hospital. You see, Joe, we're moving in here because the landlord said he'd give me three months free rent. He'd like to fix the place up. Mm, sure needs fixing. Not a bad break at that. Oh, boy. It was like manna from the sky. I'm sure glad this winter's over. <laughs> Gee, a day's work here and another day's work yeah, there, boy. Yeah, all right. Think you'll get that job down at the actual company? Sure. You know, Joe, they've been talking to me about playing on the factory baseball team. Mm, catching? Sure, my old position. And you know, you don't play on the ball team unless you're working. Yeah, that's a fact. What does Becky say about it? Oh, I told her at the hospital last night. <laughs> Gee, was she glad. I'll bet. Well, Charlie, what's it going to be this time? A boy or another girl? A boy. And I'm going to make a baseball player out of it. <laughs> Fine. Good luck. <laughs> well, I'll get these floorboards squared up. Well, I'll scout around out the backyard for the lumber. Daddy! Well, what is it, Mary? Oh, Daddy. Oh, are you tell him to come in. Are you Charlie Poole? No, no, Charlie's outside. He'll be right in. Nice spring day. Is it? I never liked the month of May. Tough on the calendar. Well, I get the floor, Joe. I think these will do to patch that floor. A oh. gentleman here to see you, Joe. Oh. How's it Are you Charlie Poole? Uh, yeah, that's me. I'm from the National Axle Plant. You see, we're having a baseball party tonight. Yeah? Uh, yes, we're going to be measured for suit. Oh, gee. gosh, that means I get the job. Now, if I send a man for you in a couple of hours, can you come? Well, yeah, I was going to see my wife over in the hospital. You see, she's Well, look, to... Charlie, I'll take a message to Becky. She'll understand. Will you, Joe? Sure. Say, hey, that'll help an awful lot. I can count on you, then. Sure, you bet. Tonight. Tonight? I'll send for you. You'll hear from me. Fine, thanks very much. Boy, oh boy, put it there, Joe. That means the job. Say, who is that guy? I don't know, but he's good news to me. Well, I don't like that frozen map of his. Maybe so, but he's Santa Claus to me. Don't you see, Joe? This means that he works for me. you got to work at the factory before you play on the ball team. Hey, Mary. Mary. Yes, Daddy. Oh, come here. Come here, dear. Daddy's got a job. Daddy's got a job. Congratulations, Mrs. Poole. You have a lovely little girl. Is she all right, Doctor? Sound as a dollar. She's perfect, Mrs. Poole. And just listen to her. Let me see her, please. Well, all right. Hold her over here, nurse. Pull the blanket back to my head. Yes, Doctor. Hasn't she the cutest nose? See, Mrs. Poole? Oh, my darling. My baby. I suppose your husband will be ringing all the bells in Detroit, soon. I suppose so. He doesn't know about the baby yet. Celebrating already? Oh, no. He's at a baseball meeting. A friend brought the message. Baseball at this time of night? Charlie, he's going to play on the baseball team at the factory. Let me work. Take it off. I'm so happy. 
Black Legion, this meeting is open. Lieutenant, before we journey to the Black Arch, we must bring in the new brother. Are the candidates present for the final rites to our holy order? Sure, present, Brigadier. And are they blindfolded? They're blindfolded, Brigadier. They are ready for initiation into our Black Legion? They are, Brigadier. They're outside. Shall I bring them in? Bring them to the sacred rostrum, Lieutenant. Brigadier, two members for our sacred order. Name? George B. Johnson. Edgar Baldwin. Where do you live? 2725 Parkside, Detroit. Can you ride a horse, drive a car, and shoot a rifle? Yes, sir, sir. Will you accept for your roof the sky, your bed, the earth, and your reward? Yes. I yes, will. sir. Will you put this organization above any to which you now belong? I will, yes, sir. Are you willing to take an order and go to your death if necessary to carry it out? Yes, sir. Do you believe in white supremacy? I yes, do. sir. Are you properly armed? I am. Would you be willing to sign your name in your own blood? I would. Well... These men have signified a desire to cast their fortunes with us. Will you escort the great chaplain to the sacred rostrum so that he may read to them the black oaths of our black legion? I, the great chaplain of this, the black legion, am about to give the black oath. Colonel, point your guns at the heart of the candidate until the oath is administered. We are ready. By the powers of light and darkness, good and evil, I pledge and concentrate my heart, brain, and body, and swear to devote all my life to the obedience of my superior. I will show no mercy, but strike with an avenging arm as long as breath remains. Before violating a single clause, I will pray that my soul be given unto torment, that my body be submerged in molten metal forever. In the name of the Black Legion, do you so solemnly swear? I do swear. Remove the blindfold. George C. Johnson, Edgar Baldwin, you have taken the black oath to our black legion. And now we must ride to our meeting place, out under the black arch. There in the custody of our brothers, our two enemies. On to death! On to death! On to death! 
Yes, sir. Black Legion has brought you here to straighten you out. Boss, I ain't done nothing. I ain't even... Shut up. Be quiet. You're charged with using foul language to a white man. I didn't do it, boss. I didn't mean it. I had some cold liquor and that white man hit me. Yes, sir. I didn't mean it, honest. I just... Shut up. Don't talk. Colonel, have you arrived at a verdict? Cue for Clarence Washington. Have you decided upon the sentence? Twenty lashes by Major Bannerman. Shrev him. I didn't do nothing, boss. Please don't hit me, please. I didn't... The lash. One. Oh. Two more. Three. Oh. 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 You are charged with branding your wife with hot iron. What? I didn't do anything to my wife. I love my Becky. I wouldn't hurt her. Shut up, Colonel. Have you arrived at a verdict? You, for Charles Poole. Have you decided upon the sentence? Death by Dayton Dean. I didn't do anything. You've got to believe me. Ask Becky. Ask anybody. I didn't hurt her. I didn't burn her. You're making a mistake. The Black please, Legion please. and the Black Legion never makes a mistake. You, for Charles Poole. Ready, Dean. Ready. Both guns. Oh, please don't. Don't you make a mistake. I didn't hurt my Becky. Don't shoot me. Don't, please. My wife, my little girl, my baby. Ah! Did you finish him, Dean? Yeah, he finished, Brigadier. That's not burn him. He burned his wife. Ah, leave him there. Well, then I'll give him a few more just for good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Sister Mary's here this morning. Oh, Mother, I think he's beautiful. You I take care of him when she comes home? Of course, dear. You'll have a real live dolly to look after when we get home from the hospital. Won't that be fun? Mother? Yes, dear. When is Daddy coming to see little sister? Oh, he'll come soon. Well, where can Daddy be? He may have started to work last night. <laughs> Mother, we have such a surprise at home. Daddy has a high chair all ready for the baby. Oh, Brenda. Oh, Mother, what do you think? Mrs. Poole, you'll have to be quiet now. Do I have to go? Yes, dear, you wait out in the hall. Mrs. Poole, I'll take the baby back to the nursery now. Come along, Mary. Goodbye, Mother. Goodbye, Mary. Take care of Daddy. I will. All right, Doctor. Uh, come in, Sergeant. Yes, Doctor. Sergeant. Sergeant. Doctor, what's the trouble? Now, be calm, Mrs. Poole. Your husband didn't come home last night, and we're just a little worried about him, that's all. You started? Sure, he's probably working on an early shift. Then why are you here? Just routine, Mrs. Poole. Where is he? 
Tell me. Let me see that newspaper. Oh! That's all over the front page. He's dead. He's been murdered. Oh! Mm-hmm. Body found on Gully Road. Little by bullet. Oh, Charlie. That's right, Sergeant. I thought it might have been a gang murder at first. But what gang would want to take a man like Charles Poole for a ride? Yeah, 27 cents in his pocket. A second-hand suit on his back. Eight slugs in his body. No, 45, too. A terrible end for a good family man. Terrible? We're checking on those bullets. Every clue. We have Barton outside, Inspector. Bring him in. Yes, sir. This way, Barton. Sit down, Barton. Yes, sir. Barton, were you with Poole on the night he was murdered? Yeah, I was helping him fix up his house out on Kimstree Avenue. What was this baseball meeting he was supposed to attend? Well, this man came to the house and told him about it. Said he was from National Axle. Said they were going to be measured for suit. What's the report on that, Sergeant? Well, National Axle says they weren't considering Poole for the team. Didn't even know about him. Mm-hmm. Barton, did Poole know this man who came to the house? No. When he came in, he asked if I was Poole. Would you know this man if you saw him again? I sure would. He was tall, had gray hair at the temple, regular poker face. Barton, this is a thousand to one shot. We've got to make it. If you ever see that man again, get to a telephone right away and call me up at headquarters. Uh, here's my card. Sergeant Farber. I will, Sergeant. Charlie Cool was my friend. got a job. So have we, and this is it. What did you do with Poole that night? I never saw the man, I tell you. You took him to a baseball meeting. And there was no baseball meeting. Have you any children? I have three girls. How does it feel to kill the father of a family? I killed nobody. Well, Inspector, she's here. Who's here? Never mind. Bring her in, Sergeant. Yes, sir. This way, please. This is an outrage. It's ridiculous. What, uh, what is this man doing here? Mrs. Long, you're Charlie Poole's sister-in-law, are you not? Yes. Do you know this man? Yes. He's Alonzo's police 
How long have you known him? I never really knew. He used to come to the house and talk out on the porch with my cousin Hal. What do they talk about? I don't know. They always talked and whispered. Ah, this woman's crazy. Mrs. Long, you're holding back information. We're about to arrest the man who killed your brother-in-law. So you may as well talk now. That's where you found out. Oh, I'm glad. I've been afraid for so long. Afraid of what? The Black Legion. The what? The Black Legion. Keep talking. They were mad. And they hold meetings in secret places. And so on the night of May 22nd, 1936... As the wings of death hovered over them, the police of Detroit, after hearing Mrs. Long's amazing story, cast their net with the suddenness of lightning. America, in the morning, was to gasp and shudder at their grim catch. For from the very depths of the seething sea of crime, they brought human monsters, writhing in an insane lust for power and with blood upon their hands. Struggling in the net of the law were nine men. In the forefront among them was the burly barrel chested hard-eyed. Dayton Dean. Sure, that's my name. You're talking for the record now, Dean. Repeat what you just said. I said you'll find it out from some of the others you arrested. So I'll tell you myself. I'm the one who killed Charlie Poole. What did you kill him for? Well, they said he burned his wife. We can't stand for that. Who is we? The Black Legion. That's one of our principles. A man has got to treat his family right. A Poole was a good father and a good husband. Well, all I know is I got my orders to give him Q. Q? What's that? Well, that's our code word for punishment. How did you kill him? Well, I had two guns, a 38 and a 45. You brought them with you deliberately, eh? <laughs> yeah, I guess what I'm called a triggerman, that's right. Uh, and you fired both those guns into Charlie Poole? Yes. I read where they only found the 45 slugs in him. I guess the 38 went wild. Did anyone order you to kill Poole? Yeah. Brigadier Sleeper. Brigadier? Where did he get that title? Well, you see, we're all organized like an army. We have companies, battalions, and regiments. Sleeper is brigadier of all this. Here is what Commissioner Pickers had to say about the smashing drive the police are making in Detroit. Quote, the capture of Dayton Dean is only the beginning. I want the public of Michigan to help uproot the entire Black Legion. Men and women who have been terrorized by these sinister night riders can come forward now, no longer afraid, and unburden their tortured hearts of the black secrets they've been forced to shelter. The Black Legion has been entrenched in other states besides Michigan. I want my listeners to tell police of any Black Legion crimes they might have heard about. Oh, yes. They took my husband out at night and hugged him. He ain't been the same thing. I almost out of his mind. Yeah, I heard they were coming place in the milk in the whole neighborhood. You want to drive out this one? There are 2,100 members of the Black Legion in Trent, Michigan alone. And a woman's auxiliary, too. before you, evidence of 50 murders for which the Black Legion is responsible. The horrible, heartless murder of the innocent Charles Poole was not their first murder, but it must be their last. No man, woman, or child is safe from the murder-maddened Black Legion. 135,000 members in Michigan alone, and the goal of 6 million throughout the United States, setting family against family, tearing down the stars and stripes running up the yellow flag of cowardice. Gentlemen of the jury, the eyes of America are upon you. Mother's here. Mommy, this is the only letter Daddy 
can teach me. What's the letter on this box, Mother? Q, Mary. That's for Q, dear. Mother, when Daddy is coming home, when is he coming home to little sister and me? Please tell me. I wish I could, Mary. Oh, I wish I could. The story you have just heard is The Black Legion, Secrets Never Told Before, as revealed in the October issue of True Detective Mysteries magazine by General Heinrich A. Pickett, Police Commissioner of Detroit, which has been transcribed by Transamerica. Thank you.